This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. <laughs> I'm your dungeon master, Subtle. Brian Murphy, joined as always by Jake Hurwitz. Corbo Babino. <laughs> oh, okay. Emily Axford. Terrigan Snake Root. Uh, and our <laughs> guest, Lou Wilson. Jabari Hightower. Ooh. Yes, uh, we do not know these characters yet, but we will get to know them um, very well soon. Uh, we talked about their uh, character creation over on our uh, session zero, but of course, nothing is canon until it is mm. said in episode one. Um, right Case down- in point, Corbo, actually. <laughs> Case in point, Corbo, <laughs> because um, there is a beau on Critical Role who is a monk, um, and so we wanted to um, make sure we changed that, uh, but we got Corbo, Babino, still has the same fun- Alliteration. Can I ask how it's spelled? C O R B E A U. Corbo. Whoa! No X. I threw. I threw an X on the end. Okay. French for crow. Corbo the crow. Awesome. AKA crow Corbo the crow. Corbo the crow. Babino. Crow the crow. Corbo the crow. Babino. <laughs> Babino has an X on the end, but that's all I'll say about my name. All right, we can move on. Uh, great. Um, so, uh, as we had said in episode zero for this arc, um, we're going to be cutting over to a new cast of characters, obviously. Um, some have se- changed uh, slightly since we've worked it out. Um, so, again, remember, nothing is canon until it's mentioned here. Um, and rather than doing a traditional recap, let me go ahead and set the scene. Woo! <laughs> Lou's beaming. He's beaming. I can't stop smiling. It's all smiles over here. <laughs> Uh, so we are starting in a place called Heronford. Uh, Heronford is the capital of Outerborough. Outerborough, um, as we've learned in the last arc, is the largest northernmost territory of the Undermountain Empire. Heronford is the home of Jackalope Keep, the dwelling of the petty king Thurston Brightleap, the ruler of Outerborough, kind of like a duke. Um, so as the petty king, 
uh, got older, he began to fear the Reaper's judgment and brought in a few of his followers to his court. Um, one of them, who you've heard through the grapevine, through characters uh, in the first arc like Petty Jack, um, one of them is a sorceress named Moxora, uh, who eventually worked her way up to become the hand of the king and has great influence over him. Um, and the Petty King took sick a few months ago and is barely clinging to life. Uh, then there's your characters. Uh, these characters come from a dying line of warriors known as the Hexblood Centurions. Uh, hundreds of years ago, before Outerboro joined the Empire, uh, it was flanked by enemy territories to the south uh, and barbarians to the north. Uh, so their soldiers had to be the best. And eventually, they got a little arcane help on that front. There was a mage named Merowyn uh, who invented a controversial blood magic to enhance soldiers with supernatural abilities. And not only could these centurions run faster, jump higher, and fight better than their counterparts, but they could perform magical feats of their own depending on what kind of blood was imbued in them. Damn right. While this magic created perfect warriors, their bodies could not handle the mutations long term. Most of these centurions died in their 30s after they passed their physical primes. But through a lucky roll of the genetic dice, some bodies seemed to take to the mutations and enjoyed extended lives into their early 200s. And our heroes are three of those blessed few, the last of the Hexblood Centurions. By the time you all joined the cause about 100 years ago, uh, they were already on their way out. As the last of the Hexbloods, you spent your youth battling the Empire's enemies in the Frost Barrens to the north. So by the time you guys were part of the Hexblood Centurions, you were already part of the Empire, and it was just something that was part of, like, Outerboro's tradition, but it wasn't their main sort of warrior faction. Um, but uh, you guys were fighting giants and North Folk um, in the Frost Barrens to the north, and after this war... Um, you were eventually forced to hunt down your old mentor, the mage Merowyn, uh, who went mad due to her dwindling influence um, and used her super soldier technology to create an army of constructs. Uh, so, you, so these characters are, are older. They're in their early hundreds. They've had a long campaign. Their campaign was defeating this mad mage. And when they came home from this adventure, the Hexbloods had an ugly mark on their honor. Um, and they now all, the three remaining ones, Corbo, Jabari, and Tarragon, all live in semi-retirement, um, and you all have dwindling influence. Um, and few, at this point, remember the Hexbloods as anything more than folktales, but you know that they are very real. Damn right. So we will start with Lou's character. Jabari Woo! is the only <laughs> Hexblood with any remaining influence. Uh, Jabari once served as the captain of Thurston Brightleap's Kingsguard, but was replaced after some politicking by the king's scheming half-brother, Weimer, who detests the Hexbloods. Uh, the king liked uh, Jabari enough, though, to keep him around in an advisor position, but he's mostly ignored. Uh, still, Jabari is technically on a council to advise the king, um, and so continues to live within the castle walls. Um, so we join nice. Jabari... Um, on a cold fall morning, um, the sun has not risen yet. Uh, you have been staying in the old living quarters of the Hexbloods. 
a cold stone building um, that has for years now been used as a barracks for the king's knights and footmen. Uh, this place once held hundreds of centurions, uh, but you have been resigned to one small room that remains the same in a changing kingdom. Uh, it is a simple room with a cot on the floor and a small window overlooking the castle yard. Uh, you can see flakes of snow um, falling down from the sky. Uh, you see the only decorations in here are a banner with the bright leaf sigil, which is red with the image of a jackalope. Uh, this combination of a jackrabbit and an antelope, this little rabbit with horns. Um, and then there's also a rack of old weapons. Um, nice. And even though it is before sunrise, a hex blood does not need as much sleep as a normal person. Jabari has probably been up for several hours. Um, Lou, do you want to describe what Jabari looks like physically and what he's doing in these wee hours of the morning? <laughs> Nothing would give me greater pleasure, Murph. Uh, Nor me, Lou. <laughs> uh, so Jabari is about six seven. Whoa! Body type is very much Hell like yeah. a like doll sim from Street Fighter of like tall, a little lanky, and like. Clearly, like, underweight, but just pure lean muscle. Like, aggressively, like, intimidatingly muscular, uh, but not built. Just, like, mm. what is there is muscle. Usable sinew. He has uh, silvery white hair in tight braids that, like, end at just about uh, the neck, like, uh, cornrow style, with a near-perfect uh, silvery white goatee. Uh, truly, there's not any facial hair anywhere else on his face other than in the perfectly manicured goatee. Um <laughs> He's wearing the king's colors of like a red, like fur-lined vest, uh, cloth pants. Uh, the vest is tied with like a simple rope. Uh, underneath the vest, uh, Jabari has a absolutely massive chest piece that is just a tattoo that is like a uh, Hieronymus Bosch level depiction oh, of hell. Oh, fuck uh, yes. oh my It's God. just like... It's people burning. It's people in like cauldrons being cooked alive. It is people being force fed fire. It is people being ripped in half. So dark. It is just like big like mouths, just big like mouths of teeth, and just like people having their feet bitten by snakes. Um, and as uh, Jabari kind of moves around the space, he always in his left hand is his uh, bow, uh, which is like an ebony wood bow uh, named. Fang, and on his hip is a like rusty, crusty, kind of nasty, but very simplistic battle axe named Claw. Uh, and uh, I think Jabari is just doing what he does and has done every morning for the past 100 years, which is just a ton of aerobics. It's just a ton yeah. of <laughs> jumping. It's like. It's like hundreds of jumping jacks, hundreds of squats, hundreds of push-ups. Body weight. As I Love as I, yes, no no weights, just a lot lots of like grabbing like carrying <laughs> stones around. Uh, I like the idea just, that you wake up the court musician to play uh, pump up music for you. 
Oh, a hundred percent. I summon a musician, yes, to like come as Jabari just like runs around. Like I don't I don't go outside, so it's just I'm running around the room in just circles. You're um, making you're making so much noise in there, just jumping down and doing hard burpees on the stone floor. Um oh, yes. you're in this barracks. There are other knights staying there and stuff. You're the only maniac hex blood who only needs like three or four hours of sleep who just works out all the time. So you hear through yeah. the wall people being like old man shut the fuck up we just went to bed man Jabari must train uh, and I just continue <laughs> running as your um, roommates essentially um, are yelling for you to stop uh, through the wall uh, you continue to train um, Jabari go ahead and give me a perception check oh my god wow, first, first roll, roll. Oh first my god. roll I'm crossing my legs with nerves, but also excitement, if you know what I mean. Okay, here we go. <laughs> That's going to be a 10. Okay, a 10. <laughs> right in the middle. First so one, right middle in the middle of the row. Right down Not the even, middle of the first row. <laughs> it can't even be exciting as a fail. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say this is less about Jabari not mm -hmm. being perceptive. This is more about Jabari being so focused on the workout. Yes. Um, just has like swimmer's ear from all your sweat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're used to ignoring the the cries of your roommates, so it makes 100. Yes, I I assume whatever noise I'm hearing, it's the middle of the night. Whatever noise I'm hearing is just people complaining about everything that I'm doing to keep the kingdom safe. Turn um, out the haters. So you do notice because um, you guys as hexbloods have kind of heightened senses. So a ten for you is a little different than a ten for a um, normal. Uh, night of Heronford here. Um, as you are working out, you know that just outside your window there are the stables, that's where the knights and stuff keep their horses, um, and you know that there's usually like a brazier lit out front out there. Mm -hmm. um, you've noticed it's a little darker out tonight that maybe it is not lit, um, and you did not see anything, but you heard the sound of a horse taking off. And th it's it's a little strange for this to be happening at like three in the morning, certainly. Uh, I think Jabari looks over at the court musician uh, <laughs> and I just snap for him to stop playing. Uh, <laughs> stop. Yes, sir, of course. Uh, Jabari, Jabari must check. Uh, and I'm gonna go look out a window to see if I can catch a look at uh, wherever this uh, horse is either leaving or coming from. Sweet. Um, go ahead and give me a um, perception check, this time with advantage. Uh, that's going to be a nat 20. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we wanted. This is what we wanted to feel great. Sorry, must crit. Uh, I've been alive for 142 years. <laughs> we have uh, we have to. So, yeah, Jabardi, you're super distracted while you're working out. Um, but then as soon as you hear, like, the strangest sound, um, you just perk up and, like, a cat hunting its prey, just, like, lean out on the ledge, stare out the window. Um, with a nat 20, um, you see a figure on a horse riding off. You recognize the horse. This horse has a frustratingly annoying name. The... Um, mm -hmm. The horse's name is Gallant Hoof. The <laughs> horse is the mount of Sir Reynard Wendell, um, who is the captain of the King's Guard. This is the man who replaced you 
um, about 20 years ago. Um, and you see, looks like a really good rider, clearly a seasoned knight. It looks like he's fucking hightailing it out of here. Super fucking weird. Yeah, Jabari immediately is like, why, if you are the king's guard, do you leave the king? This is just one more reason Jabari should still be in his position. Uh, and I'm going to take off toward, uh, I think I'm headed toward where the king's guard should be or whoever would be watching the king right so now. So that would be inside the castle, which is like mm-hmm. within the castle walls, there's almost like a village. This dude is closer than the castle would be like you with monk abilities could be able to catch him. There are like rooftops and things like that. If that's the case, I'd like to full leap out of the window. (laughs) (laughs) Just full, like immediately. I'm going to try and stop him. Great. Uh, Grapple the horse. Grapple the horse. I'll say make an athletics or an acrobatics check. Um, We'll make an acrobatics check. You leap out of, you're only on like, you're only on like the third floor. Um, As a level 11 monk, you can land without hurting yourself, but you are jumping to like a nearby roof, like the roof of the stables. Um, This dude, you see um, as you chase after him, um, hopping from roof to roof, you see he is trying to slow down as he's getting near like some of like the war tents and things like that. And some of the other soldiers was just like booking it out of the barracks so the knights wouldn't see him um but yeah go ahead and make uh he will make an athletics check um against your acrobatics or athletics checks uh that's gonna be a 25 acrobatics check for jabari okay um he has a plus nine to athletics but he only rolled a four so he got a 13 so this dude takes off like lightning from the stables um going super fast but he has to weave through all these different buildings and he's trying to avoid people um he was just taking off fast to kind of get away from the barracks but once he was around like you know the blacksmith's little hut and stuff he doesn't want to fucking wake anybody up so he starts to go quiet meanwhile you're just making a beeline just like roof 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 (laughs) no don't care about waking anybody up i have already woken won't let most people go to sleep so (laughs) um you're flying along the roof here um and you eventually overtake him um and get in front of him um do you want to be stealthy or are you just gonna like call to him or jump down or what absolutely not i think i'd like to (laughs) fully just jump into in into his path and be like halt Jabari, you jump down, get right in the middle of the speeding horse. I'll say he like started to take off again. Um, You see he pulls back the horse whinnies and he goes like, oh, God. Ah." Sir Reynard, Jabari wonders where you are going when the king, (laughs) if the king is not with you. Uh, He pulls off his hood. Uh, You see he is a frustratingly handsome knight uh, in his early 50s. You see he's got this mane. Everything about this knight is frustrating. The the name (laughs) of his horse, how attractive he is. (laughs) Easy, gallant hoof, easy, uh, tries to settle his gallant horse down. It's just an animal. Why give it a name? (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's got like long mane of silver hair and a chiseled jaw. He... Eyes you up, kind of trying to figure out if he's going to be able to get around you, and then quickly thinks better of it. Um, and he goes, I am going where the king is, Jabari. The king here is dead. I don't know what this sorceress has planned to keep him alive, but it is unnatural. I will not serve 
her puppet. I am the captain of the King's Guard, not a personal bodyguard. My allegiance is with the realm. Weimer is the true king at this point. He has troops gathered in Pearl Hill. Today's ride from here. Come with me. We can we can join him. Sir Rangard, you tell Jabari that the king is dead. He's just because he breathes does not mean that he is still alive. A warm body is not enough to rule the kingdom. We don't know what this sorceress has planned. You've seen how things have been around here. It's strange. It's unnatural. I do not disagree with you, Sir Rangard, but Jabari's commitment is to the king. And if the, as long as the king draws breath, he is the king. Who he surrounds himself with, what magic he uh, chooses to enact upon himself or others is not a question Jabari asks. It is a order that Jabari follows. Then that is where our opinions differ, my old friend. I fear what will happen to Outerboro if this sorceress seizes power. I believe Weimer is the true king. And I ask that you step aside so that I can join him. So, Rangard, Jabari will allow you to go. But you know that Jabari has no love for Weimer. Jabari will seek answers. And uh, it's only because of our past that Jabari allows you to go and, uh, and take sides with those who have actively worked against the king in the past. If it comes to it, and you and Jabari face each other on other sides, Jabari will not show you this kindness again. He nods, and he goes, Nor will I. On gallant hoof! Uh, and you see... <laughs> so stupid. What a stupid name. On gallant hoof. To honor! And uh, gallops off. Jabari, as you watch Sir Reynard go off, you suddenly hear a voice in your head go yes let him go he cannot protect the king he is not special like you yes yes it is us the hexblood we protect the king um you see the sorceress the king's right hand lady suddenly emerges from around a corner um, you see she has like uh, like a mole or a beauty mark on her cheek and long mm -hmm. white hair. Um, she could be 30 years old. She could be a thousand years old. She just has the appearance of being kind of ageless. And she mm -hmm. wears a long sleeved black dress with silver shoulder pads that are kind of like pauldrons. And you see she's got a silver chain around her neck in the shape of small scales, the symbol of the reaper. And you see she walks over to you and she goes... With Reynard gone, we will need a new captain. Oh, oh. <laughs> you wouldn't be interested in the position at all, would you, Jabari? Oh, Jabari must consider his options. <laughs> but uh, Jabari is, can say that Jabari is leaning toward... <laughs> Uh, yes, a hundred, oh yes, always, what, and forever, uh... Excellent. Uh, thank you. You have nailed the interview phase. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow, I, 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 it, it uh, Jabari did not expect, it, uh, with Reingard 
gone. I, I was. I thought there was going to be a lot more going on, but your right. body is excited. Yes, uh, good. But good. know that there is more to protecting the king than swinging a staff at his enemies. I can keep his heart beating, but I need help to give him life. Raising a zombie is one thing, but to return a man to his full strength is a different story altogether. You are telling Jabari that the king is 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 dead, and you are keeping him alive by dark forces? You see, she holds her hands up um, and goes, No one is dead until their soul passes into reverie. The king's heart still beats. We can restore his strength. But I will need some of your blood, your healing powers. The power to reverse aging and the process will be less dangerous if there are more than one of you. And I understand that there are two more? Yes, Terragon and Corbo. Uh, they still uh, live, though they choose not to live in the barracks, which confuses Jabari to no end. Uh, I, d- uh, I don't understand. Uh, Jabari does not understand why. It confuses uh, me too. I don't understand why anyone wouldn't just do their duty. It doesn't... Yes, yes. What else is life for if not to <laughs> find purpose and spend every day dedicated to it this is why jabari is happy i think you and i have a lot in common jabari the king is lucky to have a friend like you yes well jabari's life and all 142 years of it belong to him when the sun rises why don't you gather your compatriots and meet me at the castle um if you can help me save the king you will have your old position back, and I will see to it that the Hexbloods will get their due credit. Uh, Jabari uh, kneels on the ground in front of the sorceress, uh, bows his head. It will be done. She nods, um, and then just explodes into a bunch of ravens and disappears. Oh. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, that's, this Jabari is doing is making good choices right now. <laughs> Very good choices. I will be the king's god. Uh, and Jabari takes off into the night uh, to wherever he believes his friends to be. That's all, yeah, I imagine um, you just do laps around the town waiting for everybody to wake up. It's still like yep. two hours. I know that they're more likely to come with me if I don't uh, wake them up. Even though I know they don't need to sleep, uh, you know, I'll, I'll wait for, for normal stuff. But in the meantime, yes, there's a lot of working out and exercising that can yeah. be done. Stay Standing in the window of the bakery, waiting for it to open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to carbo-load. So, Jabari, after a little bit, you uh, see that the sun comes up. Uh, it is a cold fall morning as you enter the town square of Heronford. Um, you see flakes of snow whip through the frosty air, um, but nothing seems to stick to the wet cobblestone here. It's just that sort of miserable cold that's it's it's not quite pretty it's just like snowy enough that everything gets wet you see um vendors are setting up for the day um various store owners are out cleaning their stoops and opening up shop um you see other citizens are on their way to work and located in the middle of all of um this uh is a grim reminder of the borough's kind of current religious leanings um there is a giant set of scales set up um, one side is hovering over a hole. Uh, the scales have been there for a long time, 
sort of a relic of like a cruel old world, um, but the hole was filled in at one point, but it has since been opened back up over the past year as scale judgments have been the favored mode of execution in Heronford. And the kind of the city's response to the recent influx of Reaper influence um, has been mixed. Uh, it is this cold, hard place, and it's never attracted like sprites or druidic followers of the trickster. Uh, some see it as nefarious outsiders injecting their influence into Outerborough, and others see it as a return to kind of the old ways when the people were hard and strict and the king ruled with an iron fist. And you see, not too far from these scales, on a set of steps uh, leading up to a small garden... There is a man preaching to various onlookers and passerby. Uh, occasionally, one will throw a copper in a cup that he has left out for tips. Um, Jake, <laughs> would you like to describe your character? Would be an honor. <clears throat> Corbo Babino. Uh, Corbo is uh, lean and broad shoulders. Uh, Corbo's got a like a dusty blonde long hair that's tied back in a low ponytail. Uh, he's chewing a toothpick. Uh, as he's wont to do, uh, he's got a like a horseshoe mustache, like not quite a full man shoe, and not quite the not quite the connected goatee of Jabari, but he has a yeah like a, a long horseshoe mustache. Uh, he wears all black, um, and his clothes they're weathered though to the point where they're almost gray. Um, he's got a long feathered cloak with with a hood, and underneath the hood you can just see the beak of his plague doctor mask uh, and at his side he's got like um like a dull studded quarterstaff that he just calls his stick uh and uh laying down by his feet there's um just an ancient irish wolfhound uh named lake <laughs> we took her to a lake one time when she was a puppy and she just really liked it so Lake, Lake is lying there, uh, super sleepy, very old dog. Corbo has lived for um, over 100 years at this point, um, and Lake is his familiar um, and has well outlived the lifetime of a dog. Uh, Lake is probably um, 75 years old. Um, and it's she just was laying... lazy as a puppy, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, uh, laying there, looking like a dog who's like 13 or 14, still very healthy, but just kind of like happily sleeping near Corbo. Um, and Corbo, um, what are you saying uh, to the passerby as you, um, as you sort of preach here? Great. You, so you guys caught me like right in the middle of a pause for dramatic effect. So I'm about to close out my speech. Um <laughs> So I want you to remember this one thing, which is to forget everything you know, even if it's something I told you, okay? Because it's not about what you know, it's about who you learned it from and who taught it to them. You can't just be told the way, you have to learn the way for yourself. And if you don't spend your life seeking answers, well then my friend, you just wasted your life living a lie. Ain't that right, Lake? <laughs> okay, so you're either growing, you're shrinking, you're expanding, shriveling, living or dying. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to shrink, shrivel, or die. I want to grow, expand, and live. Thank you. Thank you. I'm handing, I'm holding out my plague doctor mask for like <laughs> tips too. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Would you say that's with advantage? Uh, just flat. <laughs> uh, so I do add zero, and that's an eight. An okay. eight. Um, you see, you hold out your plague doctor mask, and you see a couple people just kind of push past you and avoid eye contact. Uh, one dude comes by, 
slips a silver in your mask um, and points to you and goes, Corbo the Crow. That's that's right. And and, and keeps walking. Um, and even with just your passive insight, you get the sense a lot of times that your speeches get less uh, sort of credit than your past as like a folk hero. You know what I mean? So there are some mm. people who are like, were like, you know, fanboys or or fangirls or fans as they were children. But they don't like my current stuff. Yeah, so they're not super into the current <laughs> stuff. So, like, one dude is just like, loved you as a kid, man. Corbo the Crow. Right. Crazy that you're just out here now, though. Yeah. So what about now? You loved me when I was, what, 35? Now that I'm 135, what do you think? What do you think about me now? I think if I was still a kid, I would think you were awesome, man. That's good enough for old Corbo. See, uh, walks off. Um, Jabari... Uh, you just seen this little interaction. You've heard Corbo's speech. Um, you guys probably haven't seen each other in a while. It's kind of up to you how, how often you think you interact. Um, but Jabari, you see uh, Corbo. I think Jabari walks up and puts a copper in uh, <laughs> in Corbo's black mask. Uh, and he says, old friend, it is Jabari. R- remember? Corbo it, it, looks. It, it is Jabari. <laughs> Corbo looks into his into his mask. He pulls out the copper. Jabara, you don't owe me a thing, brother. How have you been? Oh, it is good to see you, Corbo. Uh, Jabari is gonna like. Jabari do- doesn't hug, so it's kind of like a like it's like a I like wrap my hand around your shoulders, but then just kind of just squeeze the opposite mm-hmm. shoulder. I don't like bring myself closer to you at all. Yeah, but we don't close like a- the loop on the hug. I do. I do the same thing with this arm. <laughs> It's almost like we're posing for a picture. <laughs> exactly. Um, it is good to see you. The words you use, they are, Jabari likes them. Growth, oh. shrinking. Yes. I um, appreciate it, man. If you unpack it enough, it really doesn't amount to shit. I just, I just stand here. <laughs> but then, uh, Jabari wonders why, you, why do you say these things if they do not have weight? Honestly, I'm just trying to confuse people. Everybody's walking around here. They got their minds made up. So I just want to spout nonsense until they start questioning shit that they know. That's it. Uh, Jabari likes that. I like challenge them. Yes. Uh, well, uh, I have a I have a challenge for you, friend. Um, oh yeah. Our king is in dire circumstances, and Jabari comes to you, uh, wondering if you will come back and. Help him and, and take a break from uh, just uh, fucking with these people <laughs> in this town square. Well, geez, yeah. It is, I mean, it is I simple. D- it is simple. It's, it's, it is not, uh, we, we will not, it's not chasing down the woman who was like our mother. No, it, it is simple. Simple, easy work. It's easy. You swear to God it's easy because I got about as much life left in me as old Lake here. <laughs> uh, Jabari, Bye. like, what? what uh, Jabari kneels down and scratches Lake's uh, chin. Now, this this is an animal Jabari likes. Uh, simple name, one word. Uh, you see, <laughs> you, you see, go. Lake recognizes uh, Jabari. Yeah. Hasn't uh, finally like um, perks up. Kind of first thing that's taken out of her nap in a while. Uh, you see, just like a puppy, stands up on her hind legs, uh, starts kind of excitedly jumping uh, at, J- at Jabari. I've never, I've not gotten that welcome in eighty years. I swear to you. <laughs> does uh, does Lake still not? play fetch at all is it still the same old throwing of the stick and lake does nothing 
Yep, here, this is how we play. I, th- I throw my quarterstaff. You throw the quarterstaff. Uh, you see it bangs uh, on the ground about 15 feet away. Um, and you see Lake just looks up at Corbo expectantly. Yep. And then I walk over. Here we go. I walk and get it. <laughs> Corbo walks over. I bring it oh. back. Uh, Lake, takes, Lake takes the staff the um, and then just um, falls back down and just starts um, biting the stick like it's a bone. Same old game as it ever was. Same yeah. old game, yes. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I still need to... Uh, Jabari still needs to find Terragon, uh, but Corbo, you are... You, you will come with Jabari. We will go back, and we will help our king. You know, I said I didn't mean any of it, but the idea of looking for answers instead of just sitting there and listening to what you're told, I kind of do believe in it, actually. So, so fuck it. Yeah, I'm in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Arms again. Amped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that the one like yeah the like uncourtly emotion that um, uh, Jabari possesses is getting amped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Immediately it's a lot of just like a lot of like weird high kicks and stops. <laughs> like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> It's exhilarating, man. It's infectious. I don't know. I don't feel. I don't feel amped up like this unless I'm around you. We are the hex bloods. They are. We are back. We are coming together again. Yes. So meanwhile, as Corbo and Jabari come together, we are going to cut over to Emily's character, um, Tarragon. You are in your plant shop talking to somebody um you are nearby you're on like the edge of the town square um would you like to describe your character and your shop yes i would um tarragon snake root is a wee little lady uh like 411 she's a 117 years young uh she's got a messy bun curtain bangs and huge glasses that fog up way too easily. Uh, she's got chubby cheeks with little dimples and unmistakable dragon eyes, a side effect of the draconic blessing or curse, whichever way you look at it, from the Mad Mage. Uh, she's usually got a little sprig of an herb behind her ear, and when she gets mad, a little smoke comes out of her nose. Um, in terms of what she's wearing, she's wearing just a humble little pair of workman's coveralls, but since we're in a snowier climate, it's hooded with jackalope fur and got some jackalope uh, fur trim, uh, and it's cinched at the waist with a little bone clasp, but she's also got knee pads because she's often working in the garden and in the dirt. Um, and you wouldn't see this, but under her coveralls, she wears a little necklace with uh, the sigil of the elder, whose wisdom she began to embrace in an attempt to make peace with the death and destruction that she wrought as a hexblood centurion. Um, and she also continues to work with a life coach. She's a pretty big presence in her life to still the fury and bloodlust of the dragon that still boils in her veins. Um, yeah, and then her shop is just, it's called... Uh, Tarragon's terrarium and it peddles <laughs> floral oddities and exotic botanicals. I'm a, a little bit of a plant doctor at this point, so I can find a rare plant and really, uh, you know, bring it to fruit or blossom. Beautiful. Um, so Tarragon, um, you're with your life coach here, um, oh, recounting okay. a harrowing experience that you had oh. last night. 
Um, oh, you've dear. been caring for a rare flower called the dragon rose um, for decades now. Um, it's said to be able to live for hundreds of years if the conditions are perfect. They grow out of the ashes of dragon fire and are very hard to keep alive. Um, and last night, your dragon rose took a surprising turn for the worse. Um, you were out tending to uh, your plants before bed when a dark figure yes. on a horse galloped by, heading for the castle. As he passed, you smelled the foul, unmistakable scent of death. And when you turned back to your plant, you saw that your dragon rose was dying. Um, so after this ordeal, um, it is now the morning, first thing in the morning. Um, you have called a special meeting with your mentor. Um, you okay. see a man sits before you in a white robe, long brown hair, and a beard. What ails you, my child? Uh, wise new elder, thank you so much for seeing me on short notice. Um, my dragon rose something happened to it. It is not thriving anymore. I don't even understand. I'm doing all the same things I usually do. I need this. I need this. If this plant dies, it, 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 that, that's ask, the extinction. My child, are you trying to save the plant or are you trying to save yourself? <laughs> Look, wise new elder, okay? This plant is a very rare plant. It is the only one in Eldermorn that I know of. There are no dragons anymore. It only grows in the ash of a raised village, one that has been raised by dragon fire. And guess whose dragon fire raised that village? So I need to know that something good can come from all of the destruction I have wrought. Does that make sense to you? Everything makes sense to me, my child. That's true. You are so wise. You are very wise. Yes. And I will remind you that um, this is technically we're reaching level two of the program and you haven't yeah, signed I'm, up for your courses yet. Money is so, tight, but I'm telling you, I've got the brochure. I can't wait to get to the seminars. The, the elder does do all need, the group work I need to do. I do need gold to build the rocket ship okay. to get us to the to the elder. <laughs> oh no uh do i have enough to give him <laughs> uh yeah, yeah you have you have like a little bit of money um i'll say at this point um okay i open my little till and i just empty it into a little <laughs> satchel there that, that's a down payment that's a down payment of course my child um yeah uh, anything for the elder <laughs> see he takes um a bunch of gold corbo and uh jabari as you guys approach the plant shop um, you see, before it is opened, uh, you look in the uh, glass windows of the terrarium, um, and you see that... Uh, go ahead and, guys, give me insight checks. Ooh. Oh, it's definitely foggy in here, because uh, I use my dragon's breath to keep it nice and humid for the plants. Uh, insight is going to be 26. Oh, my God. Awesome. <laughs> I got an 11. Okay. Um <laughs> Jamari, this dude is like a notorious grifter. <laughs> like, his name is Jonathan. He's just a dude. <laughs> You see Tarragon handing over a pouch of money. Here, wise one. It's not enough, but I do think it's a down payment. Maybe it could hold my spot in the seminar, the weekend seminar. With Jabari the- uh, begins knocking at the glass window, but uh, has no self-control and full shatters. <laughs> shatters of pain. <laughs> no. Uh, one of the, what uh, happened? This is a delicate out. ecosystem. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jabari, you're sorry. Um... Uh, hello, uh, hey, uh, Tarragon. It is Jabari, uh, Corbo. 
Hexblood. Hey, how's it going? We're gonna need some some bags, some big burlap sacks for this window because we won't we don't want to keep the heat in here for sure. This is a blast from the past. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> right? Oh uh, sorry, uh <clears throat> I did not mean to curse. That is uh, the old Terrigan. New Terrigan knows that the elder says to take your words with purity. <clears throat> what the heck are you doing here? And yes, I, I can, you know what? I'll just real quick create water and then do a little um, cold breath to freeze it. <laughs> so there's like a little frozen pain now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so oh. much better than my sack idea. You right Damn. away uh, patch it up. Um, you see- um, I, it's a short, it's a temporary fix, but it, it'll work for now. Anyways, come in, come in. Uh, as you guys come in, you see this dude, um, Jonathan, uh, just like takes the coin bag, um, goes like, sort of recognizes Jabari, just goes, what are you doing, fellas? Uh, just like, <laughs> wait, I, Wait, I grab him b- one... by the neck, hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not like here, but like on the back. Jabari, uh, no, no, What have no. you against the elder? What? Uh, Jabari, he... this is my life coach, okay? Life Please coach. put down my life coach. <laughs> Jonathan? Is Jonathan Wise, your that life is, coach? Yes, that is my birth name, but I am sort of a reincarnation slash son of the elder. It's comp- We don't need to get into no, it right no, now. No, no, if you'd look, like to look, look you program. and I both just try to get people to give us money around town. We have the same job. We don't right? have the same. Okay. You're just... No, we no, de- I definitely do. We, we don't have... Do. No, we don't Basically. have the same. I'm more successful... Arguably. You're better at the job, better, but it's the yes. same gig. I, it is yes. the same thing. I need to go. New, is, new wise one, why don't you leave out the back door, and I'll just sort of try to seed some of your teachings. Excellent. Okay, I can turn them around on you. I've turned a lot of people around on you. Um, he attempts to run from um, <laughs> Jabari. <laughs> Jabari, I let him go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it was not like... I, uh, Jabari looks at, uh, at Tarragon is just like... Jabari uh, just wants you to know that that guy was chased out of court like two months ago because he was like promising, making a bunch of promises to people about ascending and stuff. Ascending, and then yeah, from, just totally, yeah, I'm, I'm like, currently a great grandchild, but I'm looking to be a grandchild. I just need two more weekend seminars and then I become a grandchild. Okay, oh, just be no. careful because he like said that there was going to be a seminar and they just did not show up. There are like a bunch of people at court who have been looking for that guy. That's why Jabari was so confused when he saw him because it was like like two weeks ago he was call- called Jonathan and like in court all the time. Jabari, can I, can I float some really controversial opinions by you? Maybe he was scared out because he is the son of the elder and the court has been taken over by Reaper adjacent denizens. If he was the son of the elder, would yeah, he need he you to give him little bits of gold to build a rocket ship? Or do you think the elder would just be like, you can come up, you can ascend because you're my fucking kid? Corbo um, makes a good point. I don't think... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mull that one over. Yeah, I'm let's gonna, mull. I'm gonna, That's all I ask anybody I'm, to I'm do is just to mull. I am going to mull that Thank one you. over. Um, and then <laughs> Terrigan goes over to her empty till and just kind of pause at the dust in there <laughs> thinking about this uh, it just you just uh keep wow. flashing um having memories of him just like leaving town coming back saying he's a new thing leaving town coming back saying he's a new thing leaving town See, the coming problem back. i keep running into is that 
he is the reincarnation of the son of the elder, so I'm actually not allowed to question him. You could oh. not be, you know, you think about that you're questioning the son of the elder or you're questioning somebody who says they're the son of the elder. You're questioning the question. Keep on zooming out. That's the only way you can zoom in. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, I actually don't understand the words you said, but the cadence Honestly, you I, said it was really yeah. effective. So, I, yeah, yeah. That's, that made no sense, thing, and yet it yeah. had an emotional effect on me. Yeah. That's what I was going for. All right. <laughs> Anyways, what in, the, what in the world brings you to Tarragon's Terrarium? I haven't seen you all in a... Yeah, right? Uh, you see uh, Lake hops up uh, and starts licking uh, Tarragon, uh, gets about uh, almost up to Tarragon's face uh, as she Oh, as come over up. here. I've got some dog nip. I've, I've grown some really exotic dog nip here. <laughs> right, the one thing that gets her animated. <laughs> <laughs> Begins uh, just furiously eating this plant, whatever the hell it is. Oh, by the way, I mean, by the way, if I have so many plants and so little business, if you just want to grab something for the road, by the way, have at it. I've got little uh, carrying cases so you can bring around a little potted plant. It's on the greenhouse, if you will. <laughs> I love that. Do you have anything that's super yes. hard to kill or anything that'll fuck me up? Um, okay, first one, no, because actually I'm a plant doctor, so I work with really fickle plants that uh, need it. very specific I live in a place with very low thrive. light, very, very low light, dank, dark Well, I do, I do have a, a, yeah, I have a flower that requires a, um, can only be fed by moonlight. That is, per I get literally no sun, okay? <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't really the sun, get yeah. moon either. Okay, I don't, yeah. Nothing gets in or out. And it does. It does have psychedelic properties. Yeah, I'll take. Uh, I fish out that silver from my from oh. my, uh, mask. No, it is on the house. I told you it's on the house. Hell, all right. Anyways, I mean, what's happening? Are we like going to brunch or something? What's going on? Oh, uh, your body would love to go to brunch another time, uh, but your body is here. Um, one, it is so good to see you, Terracon. Uh, wonderful to see you. Sorry to come in with all of that hot energy about the elder. <laughs> it was just like weird to see Jonathan, and immediately yeah. we were arguing, but it was honestly fun because Jabati hasn't seen you guys, and it's like, it's kind of like old times. Uh, I, I don't, I, it just feels good. I just want to say that before before we get into it. I just want to say it feels good uh, yeah. for the three of us the to be together. coming from Jabari. It really is, it's getting me amped. <laughs> it's really yeah, great right? to see you both, and also kind of to just, you know, be my new self around you. We do a single arm hug, either, <laughs> yeah, so either side. Just a trio of single arms. Actually, um, uh, one thing I've learned from all my group sessions and seminars, uh, you know, uh, with the new wise elder, is a closed loop hug. So bring it in, bring it in. What? Whoa, whoa! <laughs> bring it <laughs> okay. in, bring it in, bring it in, bring uh, it in. This is Everybody, give me dexterity checks with disadvantage. <laughs> Jabari is holding is like Jabari never puts down his weapons, so Jabari is fully holding on to one axe. Like my, I'm just trying not to cut anybody with it as I like kind of get yeah, into you're this. Ed hug. Edward Scissorhands, essentially. Yes. Um, with disadvantage, I got a 16. Uh, mod 20. Okay. Ooh. I got a 19 plus 9, 8, 28. <laughs> uh, you see, uh, you guys do a pretty good job with your first ever hug. Um, and you see Terragon has been practicing, so she's able to pick up the slack. She gets under both of your uh, Those arms. really long therapy hugs is one of those really long therapy hugs. But while I do it, I'm actually going to use, for the very first time, my emboldening bond. Whoa. Uh, so now for the next uh, 10 minutes... 
We can each once per turn get a, add a D4 to an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Whoa, beautiful. Awesome. You see, do you feel more powerful from a real hug, huh? You guys feel this wow. rush of inspiration to do it. inside you and kind of look around at each other. And you guys probably haven't all been in the same room in like a decade. It's not that you've been avoiding each other, but like you wouldn't, you know, I think you guys... Growing up as super soldiers, probably did not learn. We definitely to never like, hugged as soldiers. Yeah, yeah, definitely did not like learn to. We definitely keep like in touch. didn't make eye contact, but whittled weapons. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Jabari was very nervous because Jabari could not see his environment because it was just a lot of your neck like and eye your contact. neck. That's yes. weird. Jabari does not know just... if he likes it yet, but he <laughs> he does feel good. Um, Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. But to business, uh, Jabari comes because, as Jabari told Corbo, the king needs us. The Hexblood Centurions can help the king. And Jabari has come to you to ask to help. I already said yes. Corbo said yes. <laughs> Jabari, I, I feel terrible to say no to anything that you ask me, but, I mean, I've been out of the game for a while. I, I just, I don't, I, I live a peaceful life now. 
I've gotten past the point of of feeling like a monster and I'm starting to experiment with how my abilities can grow rather than destroy. Your body understands. But I have heard the king is sick though, right? The king is sick. Does it change your mind if Jabari tells you that uh, as far as Jabari knows, there is no fighting. Uh, It's only that the scary raven woman that the king keeps nearby needs our blood. That is all. It's just giving of blood. That's and, now, and, come on. We, sorry, uh, Jabari, you didn't yeah, tell me any of that stuff nothing. out there in the in the square. Well, I, yes, she needs our. Was, you know, it, Jabari, it's just blood. It, it actually does change it for me because I. Oh. Uh, Wait, why? I, uh, it changes it for me too. Well, but the other way, I think. I what? think that uh, lots of different substances can uh, grow different things so and i i've i've had an herb that actually required blood to grow so yeah if it's just a matter of helping of help of coming in diagnosing what's not working with a dying plant that i can do that is in my wheelhouse (laughs) jabari i'm in fuck yes fuck yes nope heck yes yes i want to be able i want to get in lake quiet right quiet for the you yeah. sleep all damn that's day, true, and now yes, you're going to yes, bark yes, when yes, I'm yes, trying to make a point. I just don't want to be sorry. amped up about giving the blood. I'm down to go. Let's get amped. One more job. It's going to be fun, but let's not be amped to give the blood. Let's just go in and see you know, what they need it for. But that's I mean, it's I just watering just, a person. Giving someone blood is watering a person. And I love the body the likes that him. perspective. That is yeah. a let's good make perspective. Up our minds. Let's make up our minds once we know... Once we've seen everything that we there is to learn in there, you know? That's true. Okay. I, I will want to do a pretty, you know, significant diagnosis to try to figure out because maybe he doesn't need blood. Maybe uh maybe his soil's that's, dry. That's all I that's all I ask. We go in you're a you're a doctor. We go in there, we diagnose the issue and we solve yes. we solve we solve for that. Okay. Absolutely. Jabari Jabari is very happy to not commit to anyone to doing anything yet we're just it on it's just great to have everyone coming with Jabari back to the castle to see the king and to be the hexblood centurions just so everyone knows Jabari did set out your cots in uh in the halls of the hexbloods in case you guys want to stay like you don't have to you can come back to wherever you want. I just want to say that your body made up your rooms, so they are ready for you if you want to stay after we do this one thing. My um, bad. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I likely won't, but I will set up my irrigation so that my plants are self-watering for the day. So I'll just create a bunch of water into a uh, tank that then will distribute them. I will have to bring one little buddy with me, and I'll take my little uh, dragon rose and put it in a backpack. Sweet. Um, but so that it's poking out and still get some light. I and I, I actually will probably need to crash because I don't know what the recommended uh, dosage is of that dog nip. But I think Lake has eaten an entire <laughs> entire box of that. Yeah, you see, Lake is just upside down, completely tripping. <laughs> it's. I mean, it, it's not like catnip that it makes the cat high. It's like LSD for a dog. <laughs> Oh wow! So it's so worse. Right, it's not worse. like marijuana to catnip, but LSD. To Lake dog is nip. just barking at someone who's not there. <laughs> They're not there, Lake. 
Get it together. Or are they there? Get it. Is Lake communing with the elder? What is it for right. humans if a human eats the uh, that that herb? You know, frankly, I've never tried other than to season a couple salads. So I don't know. Take some. Go for it. Jabari takes just a little a pot, like a little a little a little baggy full <laughs> for later. For later. <laughs> for Jabari is working now, but after you know what? This is fun. Let's actually go around and take some uh, plant clippings and snippings and just do a little bit. Just take a little bit of everything. Maybe oh, yes. I can uh, sprout some seeds in your in your house in your room. It would be nice to spruce up the place. So. Yes. Okay. Let's do that. We I get I fill up the rest of my backpack with uh, little plant clippings. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, you put together little. Plant and also, clippings. I do my own pottery, so I think that I uh, throw in a couple pots too. <laughs> Great. Oh, it's all been uh, fired with my dragon breath. So you wow. guys. Um, Gather your things, um, and together, the Hexbloods reunited for the first time in a long, oh. long time. Um, well, we're back. The, the I think Terrigan now, like, beaming. after all this, like, lost time of not hugging, now she's hugging a little too much, like, Aww. a little too frequently. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, doing, Gorgo's like, not che- saying no. just doing quick check-ins, just like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta talk Just kind more. of smiling and nodding at people <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah. As you guys walk, Terracon's just smiling and nodding. Yeah, it's yeah. smile. You look at Terracon, smile, look straight ahead. You look back, and Terry's still smiling at you. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys <laughs> approach the castle walls. Um, you see long banners with jackalopes on them, um, and you see at the gates, um, as if she just knew you were going to show up at this time. Very creepy. Uh, you see Moxora awaits you. She's just riding a white horse with no saddle. <laughs> Next to her is a large, um, extremely unsettling man atop a huge stallion. Um, he wears uh, dark plate mail and wields a giant greatsword. Um, but he... As soon as we see uh, Moxora, I make sure to tuck in my little elder sigil into my coveralls. Um, you tuck in your little elder sigil, um, but you see this um, big dude has full on his head is missing and he has a spectral head. His head is a ghost. <laughs> so you see he has a blue semi-translucent face with white eyes. Um, Jabari, you know um, this is uh, the Prophet Gideon. The Prophet Gideon does not speak much, very much carries himself like a bodyguard of Moxora. Um, Can I whisper to Jabari, uh, what's the story about this guy, huh? Oh, so that do the one with the blue blue head that's, yeah, uh, that is yes, obviously Gideon. that's who we're asking about <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah yeah i just want there are a couple of people there so i just want to be sure yeah <laughs> the, no, the ghost-headed guy <laughs> yeah 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 him that's yeah. the he's like hey, yeah. a uh he is a bodyguard for uh Maxora, the the one on the on the white horse i could uh. i think i could take him it it, it has never come to it it has never come to blood oh, but you know, know that there's any jabari you don't have to walk around you know, you don't have to live in a space that everyone you see, you have to evaluate whether or not you could take them. You know? Yeah, no, no, I must. Yeah, <laughs> Jabari, you I see, as, as, you guys, as you guys walk that. and start to get close, you see that um, the prophet Gideon starts to like puff his chest out and just like face towards Jabari. <laughs> I, I, t- I see, take I, it back. I take it back. He's also <laughs> evaluating you up and down. Uh, yeah. Jabari, t- like, uh, Jabari puts fang on his back and takes out claw and is just like uh takes out claw his battle axe and just puts 
two hands on it, and is just kind of spinning it as he walks up. Can I press the digitation uh, a little bit of blood dripping from the side of Jafari's mouth? Yes. Yeah. Jafari looks back and goes, good. <laughs> Jafari is just bleeding out of the mouth. You see Moxar speaks to him and goes, did you bite your tongue, Jabari? No. I was eating raw meat. Oh. Jabari feeds on only the bloodiest of cuts. Excellent. That's good. That's good. That's I good. saw him do it. It was super undercooked meat. It was quite raw. <laughs> it had been sitting out for a while, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it's just room temperature for sure. You just went around and just eating old. Raw meat? You couldn't just find fresh raw meat? No. It is it it is, it is what makes Jabari strong is the yeah. is the is the warmness and kind of age of the raw meat. It would be one thing to just eat raw meat. That's I mean that's kinda cool. But to eat it when it's sickly and weird, that's the scary shit that Jabari's into. You see, um the prophet Gideon leans into Maxura and goes my lady, I beg of you, order me to eat older and more raw meat than him. Damn, you're competitive. Oh, you wish. You wish. Not, you even have nonsense. The okay. Everyone relax. Listen. Everything is in place. So come quickly. The king's life hangs in the balance. Just to be clear, Maxara, uh, we're actually kind of just going to do sort of like a doctor's uh, diagnostic situation. And then I, as sort of a medic to biological life, will probably advise a method of recovery. Sound Uh, good to you? Are we on the same page? You see she trots towards you on her white horse, has to lean really awkwardly far over, just like tremendous leg strength. Um, And she goes, I fear the king's condition is beyond the need for a medic. Your blood will do just fine. I think Tarragon is intimidated by this, but when you say that, she thinks of her very sickly dragon rose. And she says like, okay, I, 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 beyond the help of a medic taking drastic measures, I'm no stranger. Very well. Follow me. You see, she takes off. Um, you see, um, Gideon um, turns back to you. Um, and you see, as you guys ride through the castle courtyard, you see there is a garden here with a bunch of, like, jackalopes hopping around, these little antlered rabbits. And you see uh, Gideon just scoops one and just fully swallows one just into his, into his ghostly mouth and just fully swallows one and goes, I even ate the horns. I dare you to eat the horns. Jamari is like a little shaker. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think you won. I think you, you are the winner. You're I'm, in the lead Jibari right is now. Full. Jibari is full from all of the old <laughs> yeah, meat. You're damn right. <laughs> was eating full. earlier. You're damn right. You're full. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to see you shit out that <laughs> fur and antlers later. Everyone stop eating the horns. No one eat <laughs> the horns. Do not eat the horns. No one eat strange old meat. That's mate. right. That's right. You guys uh, go through this uh, courtyard. You see that there are other jackalopes that did not get eaten. They scatter as soon as uh, Gideon comes by. And you guys are ushered through the castle to the king's chambers where the king lies on a large canopy bed. Um, And you guys would know the king well. The king was kind of, when he was a squire, was like a fanboy 
of the hex bloods like thought thought it was cool um and oh, then yeah. in your guy's lifetime you saw him grow old and you guys see this once large man um still has his frame still has like the broad shoulders but he looks incredibly weak you see his once strong jaw is now all emaciated you see his skin is pale almost bluish um and you see his black beard is now completely white this is fucking me up right we knew him as a kid this, uh, and you see wild. uh as you as you witness this probably having probably um jabari's the only one who's seen the, the the king in a while definitely being kept alive by some kind of magic like you guys can kind of sense like an aura around him and there is the slowest rise to his chest. I think a single tear slides down Jabari's face as, as he enters the chamber. Maybe a little bit of um a little bit of smoke comes out of Terrigan's nose. And um you see Moxora immediately begins prepping the ceremony. You see that the room is lit with candles all around. And there is a circle painted in the floor in red with runes written out in some ancient language um, that I would say uh, you guys can make history checks if you want but unless it was like a nat 20 you almost definitely would not recognize this let's see if it happens so I did roll a 19 the opposite. damn a 7 a 7 okay um, yeah you guys see runes written in some ancient language you see in the middle of the rune circles um, is the symbol of the reaper you see a crude drawing of scales you see Moxora places some sticks down um, on the right side of the scale, um, flicks her wrist to do like a little fire cantrip, and the sticks light up like a mini little campfire. And you see she faces the three of you, and she goes, gather around the outside of the circle. The king will pass any moment, and if we do not do this the moment his soul leaves his body, it will not work. Okay, um, um, can I first just go up to him and run a little diagnostic? I want to ca- detect poison and disease. Um, go ahead and do um, a medicine check, but also the spell will get you something too. 13 to my medicine check. A 13, but you're casting... Um, but I'm de- casting detect uh, poison and disease. Okay, the king is not being poisoned or anything. This is not some... It does seem like... She is trying to save the king, um, save the king's life. The king has a very common illness that happens here. This is the type of place, this just cold, unforgiving place where it'll just be like, he caught the chill. Like you just get a chill and then it is sort of like a pneumonia-like disease that um, kills you. Mostly as you get older, this is one of the more common ways for older people to die in um, Outerborough. The thing that is unnatural about it is that she has cast some sort of like spare the dying type thing to, Mm. he is almost in like stasis. Like you notice as he's breathing, it's not just that his breath is slow, it's that he's almost moving in slow motion. He's almost like frozen, like he's like cold to the touch. Then, yeah, I'll turn to Jabari and say, um, yeah, you've got my blood. Yes. Now, yes. look, guys, we all, we took an oath to the king to to protect his life, but we've got to, 
protect his right to die peacefully. But, but Corbo, we knew this little guy as a squire. Can't you remember him running around, imitating whatever we did? He was a good man. He was a good king. And and now it ain't up to us. It's up to it's up to the gods. I agree that it is up to the gods. Simaxora leans in. And do you really think that King Thurston Brightleap would want his brother Weimer to have his throne, the same brother exactly. that he banished exactly. from the court? Why yes. not let the gods decide? I'm I'm sorry, ma'am, but the sort of politics angle is not really going to work on me right now. I'm seeing what angle would work on you. <laughs> just <Wow>. awkwardly brushing <laughs> your cards. Brushes your face. <laughs> Whoa! I slap her hand away. Sorry, that was fine. Um, the angle that works on me is that why do we get to live into our hundreds and this little guy's got to die? So. If we've taken so many lives, we've done so much destruction, but if our blood can help people live, then, you know, maybe that's given back what we took. Yes. It's not about our blood being being something that gives people life. It's about the people who want our blood and who they want to give the life to. We don't know who this... Sorry, I, I just learned your name, Oxor, but I don't know who you are. I don't know you at all. But and we know this know. king. We, this is our king. Yeah. And the king that comes after him, yeah. we do not know. We, but that's that's not up to us. We, he, he's lived his natural life. He's lived his full natural life at this point. Going to the beyond is a mercy. We Has can't. We have lived? constantly. Alive. Is it natural to just die of a chill? Is that just bad luck? I came here to pay my final respects to this king. You guys, you can do what you want, but. No one's get no one's getting my blood unless they take it. I'm not gonna take your blood. I'm not, and I won't let anyone else here take your blood. You I see? look at more glue. <laughs> uh, you see, <laughs> Moxora. Um, you see, Moxora um, nods and she goes, "Very well. Then we can do it with just two. Uh, Jabari looks over at Corbo, uh, and definitely seems a little less amped, uh, <laughs> but nods. Uh, and takes his place in the circle. Yeah, I think I look at Corbo, though, with, like, understanding, and I say it's important that we all make the decision that's right for us. So, I, you know, I'm with you. And I do another therapy hug and then join the circle. Sweet. Once uh, I'm in the circle, I automatically go into therapy and just start talking about what's going on with me. <laughs> you As you prattle on, Boxer yeah, tries so to I talk over you. Gather around you, uh, outside oh, the circle. The king will pass any moment. Uh, just um, <laughs> shouting over you. I'm not going to leave the circle, but I want to kneel beside the king and be with him as he passes, no matter what happens. Uh, Corbo goes over to join um, the king. Can I try to put my dragon rose a little bit in the circle, hoping it'll also get brought back to life? <laughs> yeah. I just like put my backpack down in the circle. <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, see, she goes, that could be a fire hazard. Are you? Uh, no, I I'm, I can breathe cold, so I could always put it out. It's just where my backpack uh, naturally fell. Uh, we're wasting time. Uh, you see, she nods. Um, you see, um, she steps into the center of the circle while Jabari and Tarragon are on the outside. Uh, Corbo's over with the king. Um, you see Prophet Gideon's just kind of standing up uh, against the wall, arms crossed, looking at Corbo. 
And you see Moxora begins the ritual, and she goes, Fair Reaper, this soul is not ready for exodus. And yet, we know that you must keep balance. We offer you the blood of his people, the Hexbloods, and the ashes of an enemy, for the price of life is death. You see that another man enters the room. Um, You see he wears a black cloak and a black slouch hat, um, blindfold over his eyes, much in the style of the Reaper himself, uh, stubble and white hair. Um, Jabari, you would know this as the Prophet Cain, kind of just another creepy dude like the Prophet Gideon, just kind of um, her goons. Um, And Tarragon, uh, go ahead and give me an inside check with advantage. Well, I rolled two 11s, but that's going to be a 15. Uh, Tarragon, you recognize this as the man you saw last night. And in fact, as he walks by your dragon rose, you see it begins to shrivel up more. Okay, I think Tarragon's going to get up and be like, I thought that we were just giving our blood to this kid. I did not think that we were inflicting more death. Moxora looks up at you. You see the runes are glowing below, and she goes, The ceremony has already begun. If we do this wrong, we might all lose our lives. Uh, You see, she grabs a box of ashes from this dude, and uh, this other guy uh, steps on the edge of the circle. You see, she takes I the kick, ash. I kick my little plant out of the circle because now I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you just, as, as she says I this, nudge. you stay in. You, you just like kick the plant out. Um, you see, like a plant that kind of opens up a little bit in the sunlight or closes up at night, you see as it gets out of directly facing this dude, um, who you know as Kane uh, Jabari, yeah. uh, you see it, it opens up a little bit. Like, it just wants okay. to be away from this dude. Okay. Um, All right. Well, we're in you this see, for now. Moxora goes, <laughs> We offer the ashes of Arthur Penley, a dedicated priest of your enemy, the wicked trickster. You see, she drops the ashes in the fire, and there's a small explosion. You see, a gust of wind sets the runes ablaze. You guys are surrounded by fire. You see all of the other candles in the room go out as you stand amongst these unnatural arcane flames in the center of the room. Um, you see oh, this Moxora. This is such a bad idea. <laughs> Jibani feels, Jibani's <laughs> feeling uneasy about um, <laughs> Tarragon's fucking freaking out because she does not like, she had a reaper phase and it was really bad. Yes. <laughs> Jibari is definitely like, doing everything he can like that classic like I kind of like threw like that classic feeling of like I kind of like yelled at everyone that like we should do this one thing and now it's going very poorly but I don't want to be like I'm not going to walk away I like made a whole thing uh, uh, yeah, yeah, doesn't feel good at like, all sweating not happy about this looking super nervous as her voice begins to rise um, and the flames uh, the flames are like licking all up the side of her and she goes fair reaper should you judge it worthy we ask you bring Thurston brightly back to life and grant me the power to restore his strength. Um, You see she holds out her palms and two bubbles begin floating in them. I will rid our king of the poison in his blood, of this disease that flows through his veins. You see that one of the bubbles on the left begins to fill with red liquid 
like thick blood as it hangs into the air and it's dripping into the fire and beginning Am to sizzle. Am I feeling faint headed? <laughs> um, no, this isn't you guys. This is coming from him. Um, you, uh, Corbo, see Thurston Brightly gets noticeably more gaunt as if like deflating uh. as she uses magic to draw blood from his body. Oh no. And you see she turns to you guys and she goes, and I will fill his arteries with strength, with the power of Outerborough, with the hex blood. Um, you see, as she Still reaches the body, huh? It's not just a little towards bit. you two. Sounds like all of it. You two instantly feel dizzy as the other bubble begins to fill with blood. Everyone, go ahead and roll initiative. God. Okay, wait, so I did the emboldened bond. Can we say that that applies to this? I will say that applies we were to con- this. We were consistently hugging on the, on the walk up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we walked arm in arm. Uh, what did everybody get on their turn? Uh, 10. 14. Uh, 16. So you guys are beginning to feel dizzy. Corbo, this is about as bad as you thought it might be. Right. Here's what's going to happen. On each of your turns, you will roll a death saving throw. You can use you can use an action to either like you can give somebody else a help, you could try to like inspire them or something, or you can cast like a spell on yourself. Um, if you don't use an action to help, or if you're like already down and like close to death, um, you can use an action to kind of steal yourself and add your con modifier to your death saving throw. Um, so if okay. any of you fails three rolls, death saving fails rules, um, you die permanently. Uh, there need to be. 10 successes for you to successfully pull off this ritual. Um, so we are going to start. This is fucking awesome. I cannot wait to use a fucking I'm spell. So I have a spell up right that's now. so good. This is, we're not going to swing weapons. It's just rolling to not die. This is just rolling to not die. So Jabari. Is Corbo, is Corbo, Corbo is not, is not in it. Corbo can like Corbo's try to do it. something. Uh, he, he can so choose to do something on his turn if he sees that things are going bad. But Jabari, you are first. You are in the circle of fire. You see this one bubble is filling up with like diseased blood. This one bubble is filling up with your blood and um, you're just doing everything you can to like stay conscious. Uh, let me know what you're doing. Awesome. I uh, Can I make insight checks on the prophet Gideon and the prophet, can I, or yeah, insight checks on the prophet Gideon and the prophet Kane, just as I start to feel like debilitated, kind of predatory mode, thinking about what uh, what my potential assailants could be doing in this moment. Yeah, um, go ahead and give me an insight check. Uh, that's going to be a, a 14. A 14. They do not look like they're getting ready to betray you, but they do look like they're potentially... You can deduce that they're probably the cleanup crew. If you guys all three decided against this, it might not have gone so pretty. Got it. You can see that uh, they're like, they're posturing. They're like up against the wall, like kind of ready to go if need be. Jabari clocks that, but being who he is, turns his eyes back toward the king, closes his eyes, focuses on staying, standing up, and I'll give my con to myself oh, uh, baby. as I make this death save. And save, same rules for death save. So if you get a one, that's two fails. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a 15. Okay. Plus nice. uh, 318. That is already Whee! a pass. Um, you this s- is some of the scariest rolling I have ever done in my entire <laughs> life. Uh, so that is one success. Uh, Jabari, you successfully bear it. Um, that is over to you, Tarragon. Okay. Can I cast my spell before I do my death saving throw? Yes, of course. 
I am going to cast Beacon of Hope on Whoa. me and Jabari and Corbo. This gives each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws. Whoa. Nice. Oh my Whoa. God. You see, um, oh, wow. You see the flames uh, around all of you guys. Um, it's insanely hot in this room, but because it is, because both you guys are super powerful and magical, and because this is like magical fire, it's not quite burning you, um, but you see this fire all around you, suddenly a burst of power comes from little unassuming tarragon, um, and you see the red flames turn to white and begin burning white hot, um, and you almost hear like an angelic hum, and you see Moxora is even like caught off for a second. Um, go ahead and make your uh, death save with advantage. Fucking yes! Oh my god, I still failed. Oh. I rolled two fours. That's a fail. And I think and adding a D4 won't even yeah. help. So That's a fail I for Terrigan. Um, <laughs> you guys see uh, Corbo, um, as you're with the king, um, you see- too much energy on that one. You see he's fading. Um, you see the two um, bubbles of blood are filling up. You see um, Terragon has just cast uh, this powerful spell that is like lit up the room, but you see it seems to have come at great cost to herself. Um, Corbo, okay. that's you. I think it's going to be for the right thing in the long run. Okay. All right. Um, well, damn. fuck. I, I hate to leave you, you king, but I, I got friends that need a little bit of help. Um, I'm going to walk over to Tarragon, and um, I guess I'll just uh, kneel down and try to give you a motivational speech, and I'll say <laughs> uh, it's... Is is not about is not about how you die. It's about when you die. And today ain't your day. All right. Uh, Even Jabari is kind of like, what? This is not. This is not helpful. Again, the words don't mean anything, and in fact, they mean something bad. But the way that you, the cadence is comforting. That's what. I'm, that's what my intention was. Um, so, and then I'll, I guess I'll give your. I'll give my help. The help action uh, to Tarragon on her next turn. Uh, sweet. Okay. Here, here's what I will say. Tarragon already has Beacon of Hope up, which gives everybody advantage. I'll say this will prevent uh, Nat Ones from causing um, two <gasps> dead save fails oh, uh, okay. for, for Tarragon this turn. Also, can comfort. we say that when I cast that spell that it was on the king as well? Great. So I can yeah. do any number of creatures. Oh, so totally. the three of us and the king, just in case. Uh, so Jabari, that is back up to you. Uh Jabari, uh, <laughs> Jabari uh, is distracted for a moment by Bo's comforting yet <laughs> strange words, uh, but is again going to just, uh, it's like looking, like giving as much energy and just, this is insane what is happening, but he did it for his purpose, his king. Uh, and we'll roll again, adding my con. That's going to be another uh, 14 plus 3, 17. Yeah. Nice. Uh, two. Jabari, you weathered the storm. That is another success. That's two successes. Tarragon, that's you. Go ahead and roll with advantage. Okay, I'm rolling with advantage, and I'm going to use my action so I can add my constitution. A three and a six, oh, but what? I'm adding my constitution, so six becomes a nine with what? my D4 from the bond. Oh. I think I... You get a 10 what? no matter what. Jesus Christ. I, three, I got a 10. <laughs> I got oh, a 10. My oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Ah! Okay, that's, that's three successes, but um, Cor- uh, Corbo, you see uh, Tarragon is looking uh, worse for wear. Um, uh, Corbo, that is your turn. So nice, you give so much just to uh, make sure other people don't die because you took so many lives when you were a soldier. God. <laughs> God damn it. You know, maybe it's not about when you die, it's about who you die with. Take my blood. <laughs> You said it would make it easier, right? You said it makes this whole thing easier? Uh, you see, uh, she looks distracted like she's casting some type of spell, but she nods. Um, uh, Corbo, you jump into the circle. Uh, you instantly are hit uh, with the feeling of like dizziness and like you're about to faint. Um, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. With advantage. Oh. Hey, like 17. Uh, 17 passes. That's four. Uh, Jabari, that's your turn. Jabari is back to being full amp. It's like uh, to watch Corbo, like to watch Corbo. Uh, honestly, Jabari is turning into a much more emotional character than yeah. I you ever know expected. Jabari's in the zone where his friend was trying to do something good for himself, doing like a dry January, but Jabari really wants to play beer pong. And then he yes. fucking talked his friend out of doing the right thing and is now super amped. Friend with I like fireball. this is the best game of beer pong I've ever played. <laughs> As, it's like, and it's like today, Jabari had his first hug. His friends are back together for the first time in a long time. And he got his friend to get involved in some blood magic. Jabari knows we can't fail. Uh, uh, that's a six, uh, but that's the first. I'll roll again. That's a 17. Okay. Uh, Jabari that's 16. a pass. We're halfway there. Um, you see, um, uh, the uh, blood vial is about halfway full. Um, that is Tarragon's turn. Okay. Tarragon's got one fail, but it's rolling with advantage. Rolling with advantage. Yes, a 19. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. And a 19. Uh, that is going to Corbo's turn. Corbo, go ahead and give me a death save. Yeah, I can't believe I'm like angling to complete this blood ritual. But... <laughs> uh, that's a 13. Great, that's another pass. Uh, that's back up to Jabari. Yes, yes. Uh, that's a 12. That's another oh. pass. Uh, that's eight. Tarragon, that's you. 18! 18. 18. That's another pass. Last one. Go, one time. I don't know, Corbo. I know we're doing something wrong, but ever since you joined, I'm feeling a lot better. You were truly. Shout out to the two crew, and I I rolled a seven with advantage, so I guess now I'll add my. I'll add this D4. Okay. That's a 10. 10. You pass. Yes, sir! Yes. I didn't want to do this. I don't want. I don't want to have anything to do with this. Oh. And I just closed the fucking loop. Finally, <laughs> the bubble holding your blood has finished expanding. Um, that begins to drain and fill the body of Thurston Brightleap. You guys had been getting like super dizzy. Suddenly, start to like get your strength back. You're feeling all sweaty and trying to like keep it together. Um, you see that Brightleap goes from being deathly pale to suddenly having red cheeks. You see his body begins to fill out again. Um, You see his skin turns from, you know, deathly almost blue to a healthy color. And you even see his wrinkles begin to fade and smooth until his white beard turns back to black. And you see his slow labored breaths suddenly take in big gasping breaths and he shoots up. 
And he goes, By God, what is this? It feels like I've been asleep for months. But I feel better. I feel better than better. I feel younger. Yes. Can, yes, King. I can yes, fucking. I can fucking. I can you, fight. I can fucking. I can you fight. Can fucking, I can fight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can fucking. You can yes. fight. No. No. Yes. No. Not fucking. Yes. Not fighting. Yes. I can meditate and journal. This King, um, <laughs> who you have not seen in good spirits in forever, Jabari. You see, he hops out of bed, um, joins you guys in the circle as the fire fades, um, and you see Moxora like collapses back after having concentrated on it. Um, you see uh, the prophet Gideon catches her. Maxora, uh, in kind of a tired voice, goes, You have risen not a moment too soon, my king. Your enemies gather in Pearl Hill. Your half-brother seeks to steal the throne. And you see Thurston Brightleap, when he was like a young man, he was... Sort of a sort of a meathead, like just like one of these like leads from the battlefield kings, like uh like let's go fight for the glory and everything like that. Like probably wasn't the best like tactician or anything like that. But you see, he's just it's going damn inspiring. Yeah, he's just like going around the room, um, pounding his chest, and he goes like, "Nonsense! At this rate, I'll outlive him." Gather the townsfolk. I'll make a public address and let them know of this miracle. In the meantime, centurions. Rally the troops. Um, you see, yes. he grabs you, Jabari, by the shoulders. And he goes, Jabari, once more, would you honor me in leading my armies once more? Jabari is your humble servant, my lord. We will defeat your brother. We will bring back the Hexblood Centurions. Yes. We will yes. win. Yes, 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 uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, they start, okay, they start I, pounding I, chests. Um, and, uh, and he goes, uh, he goes like, yes, Jabari, march on Pearl Hill. Bring me my brother's head and put all other traitors to the sword. Okay, but before we do that, what if we try some old-fashioned conflict resolution? Because that's kind of my area of expertise these days. Yeah, they just might need, they might just need more information. I mean, Weimer doesn't even know that you just um, had a crazy-ass ritual performed on you. you know? He's already he committed treason. How? But he conspired against me while I still drew mm. breath. That was the last mistake he'll ever make. I agree. I agree. Counterpoint, though. Sometimes people act up because they're trying to get your attention. So why don't we go? He has indeed got my attention. <laughs> Gather the centurions. He shall feel the wrath of the Hexbloods for the first yeah, time all, in a hundred years. We're all in a small stone room. Oh, that this is, is all very, very loud. Speak of the wrath. Yeah, there's not this is a windowless room. It's just kind of echoing. It is very loud, King. <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session. <laughs> what? Oh. I'm so jazzed right now. I know. <laughs> I'm I am incredibly electric. conflicted. I am so conflicted. Oh, I, here's what I feel like. I feel like almost like one of those like 90s jawbreaker type movies where we yes. all did something bad and we know we did something bad and now we have to fucking cover our own asses. <laughs> We're in oh, over our heads. Corvo, you getting in that circle is like an all-time moment for me. I'll never yeah, forget that. Was that was crazy. It was, and I literally oh. rolled I rolled under under 10 twice with disadvantage. The second you roll, got in, I rolled a 19 and then an 18. Yes. The guys tell their story. Good. It's friendship. <laughs> the friendship. It really does. This is like a gang back together moment. Yeah. Uh, and the I am so are back, here baby. for it. <laughs> <laughs> the hex okay, are back. Okay, but we are is redefining it what it means to be a hex We're redefining yeah. it. 
peacekeeping. Oh my goodness. We'll see. Um, okay, everybody. Um, thank you all so much for listening uh, to this crazy first episode. Thank you to our guest, Lou Wilson. Um, oh, thank you. Guys, you can listen to our after show over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Um, uh, Lou, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, not really. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Sweet Lou Zinho, uh, Sweet Lou Z I N H O. Uh, and uh, I've been listening to the new Avalanches album, and I think it's really great. So if you're looking for good music, go check that out. Right on. Uh, sweet. I uh, love just plugging things that we like. Yeah, uh, I'm back. Hey. On, I'm back on Warcraft, and I'm really fucking enjoying it. We are playing there a lot of go. WoW. Yeah, between Christmas and New Year's was a was a WoW fest. Uh, I listened to Blink 182's "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" uh, okay. again recently, and it's, it really holds up. I mean, Anthem it, Part okay. Two is such a banger. Is it "Take yeah. Off Your Pants and Jacket" or yeah. is it "Take Off J-A-C-K-E-T. Your Pants and Jacket"? It's a it's a very immature play on words that I loved it's when I was in high school. Crude. Loved it in high school. <laughs> you, you know, there's a there's a funny story. I think it was on one of the um, Blink 182 VHSs um, where they talk about the joke was the Urethra um, Chronicles. Uh, it might have been the Urethra. No, the Re- Urethra Chronicles came during Anima of the state i think it was a later backstage <laughs> right. interview thing where they talked about the inspiration for take off your pants and jacket which was um somebody came in from the like snow and somebody else said take off your pants and jacket um not intentionally saying that and it just sort of inspired the band yeah that's, <laughs> so that's a more fun origin story i yeah. think yeah yeah definitely you know yeah. we're all better for having known this and i'm glad that we've all been <laughs> so growing much. during the uh hiatus playing wow in the city <laughs> like 182 um uh does anybody else have anything to plug jake you got anything uh yeah i'll, I'll shout out a couple of folks that sent us stuff uh to the po box uh Sweet. somebody unknown sent us a golden girls D shirt um so if <laughs> oh, that was you please i have speak been up. wearing that because golden girls is one of my favorite shows oh yeah wow still still rocks just like take off your pant- pants and jacket uh, <laughs> jane sent emily a gnome cone shirt from their local snow cone store which is awesome <gasps> i don't think Caldwell oh. has delivered that one yet i will let you know the second i start putting it on my body who has a local snow cone store? That's awesome. <laughs> what town do you live in? Can I move there? And uh, Tristan C. sent us a lovely handwritten letter and some cute little Polaroids. So thank you for that pen pal energy, Tristan C. Um, Rachel sent a nice note with a drawing of a bouquet of roses for all of us. Thank, thank you, Rachel. Congrats Aww. on your new gig. Um, and we always, we're getting these save the dates for weddings. Uh, so hopefully we can all safely attend. Uh, Amber and Richard, uh, <laughs> of jacksonville florida congrats um their save the date features a fantasy map of all the venues of their wedding which is an awesome idea i wish i could have uh stolen it from my wedding uh, <laughs> shannon and travis of brooksville florida on their impend uh congrats on your impending nuptials may the gators sing to commemorate your union uh and bowen and gilbert of glenwood iowa um we will be at all three of these weddings yeah we'll be um, at i all hope three. you guys yeah, you know I roll deep too, so I need like a plus eight for me and my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet, uh, thank you all for listening. Um, you can, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm kind of, I'm like Lou these days. I'm not really on Twitter, so I'm gonna stop plugging my Twitter. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll become an Instagram guy. You know what? Follow me and That's... Lou on Instagram. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm off Twitter too. We're all off let's, Twitter. Let's so all we can yeah, kind of all off Twitter. I guess let's start plugging let's our start Instagrams, plugging our even Instagram. though I haven't. I, posted I literally haven't posted in forever, but I, I think if I'm going. I, I'm going to this new year trying to be like, what social media makes me the least sad? And it's Instagram. <laughs> there you go. 
All right, let's start plugging our Instagrams. We're going to try Instagrams. it. We'll try it. Okay. My Instagram people. handle is the same as my Twitter one, so you don't even have to learn At Jake Hurwitz uh, is Jake on Instagram. Addy Axford is Emily on Instagram. Lou, what's yours again? At Sweet Lou Zinho. Sweet Lou, Z-I-N-H-L. Uh, and you can follow me at Murph Axe Murph. Um, and uh, you can I, 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 you can search for pictures of the show using hashtag Madpod. There we go. N a d d p o d. We are we are the youth of the nation. Uh-oh, it is time to thank our benevolent Council of Elders, starting with Julia W., Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., the team of plumbers it took to unclog the castle toilets after the prophet Gideon passed the jackalope antlers. Y'all are the unsung heroes of Eldermorn. Jordan DJ, Cutter W., Jibe G., Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B., a bunch of botanists who run a rival plant shop near Tarragon's store. They compete for who can find the rarest plants, but if everyone's being honest, most customers, they're just looking for that super hard to kill snake plant thing, you know? Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M., Beardman Dan, and Scott D., run a blood bank and are pretty upset about the reputation giving blood just suffered in Outerborough. Donating blood is still good, folks, okay? Just don't do it via um, dark ritual. Danny P., Elena C., mixologist Michael McD., and Victor T., Balnor's boy, a group of sick people who saw Corbo walking in town in his plague doctor mask and asked for medicine, but Corbo just kind of tried to give them a motivational speech, and it did not work. Andrew B., Justin I., TJM, the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M., Trele the Crayfay, and Jared E., Eldermorn fitness influencers whose pamphlets Jabari loves. Lean, usable muscle can be achieved right in your bedroom, folks. Body weight, everything, lift your belongings, don't let your friends sleep. Christopher B., Austin Bonesaw, MR, Damiel R., Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold and Octolick run the dog rescue where Corbo found Lake. The first trick they taught her was to make your owner play fetch trick, and she never forgot it. So thank you for that. Gage M, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Kelvin Noodles, steel polishers who are really trying to get Jabari to let them polish his weapons. They could cover all of their expenses for an entire year with just one job, getting 100 years of rust off of Jabari's axe. But he insists as long as the edge is sharp, he's good. Sergio Salazar, Solomon Zacharias de Sesuani, Trash the Traveler, Jory S, Dana G, Calum L, and Ryan. Inspirational speakers who are so inspiring that they inspired Corbo to start giving inspirational speeches. Wow, look at that loop. They, sh they should probably have their licenses taken away. Ouch, actually. Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and... Reese and S, Jabari's roommates who are awoken every morning at 3 a.m. to the sound of aggressive burpees and roof jumping. They were hoping to get him evicted, but it's unlikely now that he's saved the king's life and all. Dang. Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Colton B, and Adam G, Tarragon's most, most faithful customers. They are all addicted to dog LSD. Nice. Same. Mateo C, Knee Badger, Panama James, and Adrian the Halfling Bard, Fellow Hexbloods who avoided having to sacrifice their blood by moving from Heronford to Buffalo, New York. Hell yes. Go Bills. Let's do this. One time. Come on. Dan, Nikki W, Grace G, Drew Nasty, and CC Lulu, the only knights in the kingdom with horse names worse than Gallantoof. They are Honor Mane, Justice Pony, Sword Horse, Scallion the Stallion, and Ass Horse. I would argue that Ass Horse is actually an awesome name.
term name. J, Barnes and Nader, Douglas A, and Michelle O, brief followers of Corbo who left after Barnes and Nader typed up his speeches, uh, read them back without an inspiring Southern lilt, and realized they didn't actually make any sense. Hmm. Makes sense there, actually. Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S, and Kevin M, Hexblood fanatics who held a convention called Hexcon, one of the most poorly attended cons in history. Their only speaker, Jabari, would not stop doing jumping jacks during the opening ceremony. Tough to give a speech while you're jumping up and down. Austin C, Hogfish's above average hog, New York, Stephen C, KJ, and Michael M, dragon romantics who celebrate every Valentine's Day by burning down a village, collecting the dragon roses that grow in the ashes and giving it to their sweeties. That's cute. Rahul N, Mike K, Maxwell C, and Nick L, the makers of plant backpacks, the only backpack that can actually successfully balance a plant and survive being burned in a blood ritual. That's cool. I'll buy one. I'll take two. Hell. Karen T, Justin Raccoon, Nick W, and Michael C, Eldermorn movie writers who secured the rights to a story about Tarragon keeping her dragon rose alive in a Weekend at Bernie's style flower comedy. It's a guaranteed flop, but I'd see it. So that's one. Esme M, Spartagnus, Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, and Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Lakes Vets, a long line of mostly retired veterinarians who have treated the lazy pup over the past 70 years, Love Live Lake, Burley T, Axel A, Nero Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus, and Christian A, the blood ritual dance team who unfortunately were cut from this episode due to time. It is an audio medium after all, but as soon as we, will, we launch that YouTube channel, folks, look out. J Dragonborn, the Sandrean, Ben A, and Feldanis, freelance Eldermorn artists who unintentionally participated in the blood ritual by painting the runes for Moxora. She told them she was having a Halloween party. You got duped. Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Keith K, and Brittany B. Weimers, whiners. These evil henchmen go on Heronford's Yelp page and leave bad reviews to destabilize the kingdom. Jabari will have your heads. Kyle H, Emilio D, Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S, and Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian. The only people in town who listen to Corbo's speeches, and honestly, at this point, they are—they've uh, been so contradictory that everyone is confused. Which actually is exactly what Corbo was going for. Ponk Chop. That is right, Ponk Chop, Chenille M, Argent, Alice, Minette F, Pat L, and Yutha A, folks who paid the wise new elder a bunch of gold for him to build his ship, but just saw him in town with a brand new pair of leather boots, and they're starting to second-guess things, which is which is smart. Lauren H, Josh, Josh D, Janina E, Maddie Y, Alex H, the eldest Barry, and Ryan S, Jabari's roommates, who are frankly in a very bad mood because they have gotten no sleep, not a good night's sleep, ever, and not even once, will you please stop doing burpees? It's 5 a.m., is what they say. The Bone Duster, Joshua H., Robert Crisp, Yidrazel, and Brentley C., horse breeders who bred Gallant Hoof. They are a little disappointed with that holier-than-thou name because originally the horse was called Tater, and he was just so much cooler. Micah B., Carly Ann, Clark of the Thunderfucks, Jorge C., and Connor Savage. Jackalopes who witnessed the prophet Gideon devour one of their brethren whole and are now plotting their revenge. Good. We need your help, friends. Please come rescue us. Russell H., Christopher J.O., Cole the Goldfish Gremlin, Logan S., 
and Ben Kay, the Dread Pirate Jacoby Roberts, Captain of the Enchantress, uh, window salespeople waiting outside of Terragon's shop for her ice to melt so they can sell her a new pane. Unfortunately for them, it's cold outside, so it seems like the ice is actually kind of here to stay. Leviathan, Deme A, Biocourt 7, Remington CD, Mike R, and Everett P, tattoo artists who work together on Jabari's crazy hellscape chess piece, and it is so dark that it literally still haunts Mike R to this very day. Sean K., Lindsay W., Adam C., and Carolyn C., a bunch of real or unreal people that Lake saw when she was tripping on dog LSD, real or not. They are all her best friends now, and she would die for them. So that's a good dog. Thank you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.